Welcome to episode one of the long-awaited Nest Football Podcast. Luke, how we doing, buddy? Doing well, man. Doing well. Fucking, just, fucking locked and loaded, buddy. Ready to yeah. go. Exactly. Just getting the lines up here. Sir. We're ready to go. Before we get into it, I got to tell you about Thrive Fantasy real quick. Luke and I are obviously both degenerate gamblers, and we, we partnered with Thrive Fantasy about a month ago. And these guys reached out to us. They gave us a promo code, and we've, we've been using the app, betting on prop bets. And let me tell you, folks, it is a great app. And despite the high quality of the app, it gets even better because these guys have a promo code for us. If you go to the Thrive Fantasy app, download the app, type in promo code NEST, you will get $20. If you put in $20, you will get $20. And it gets even better. If you put in $250 and above, They'll match that too. It's basically free money, folks. You'd be a moron not to download this app and use the promo code. So once again, download the Thrive Fantasy app for week two of the NFL season and use the promo code NEST for a $20 match on a deposit of $20. And if you go to 15 above, like I said, they'll match that too. All right, with that being said, let's get into the podcast. Hello, you play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about Playoffs? You kidding me? I'm sorry, I thought this was America. All right, Luke, let's let's get into it. Let's get firing. So when this podcast drops on Friday, this game will have already been played, but we got Bengals at Browns. Browns six point favorites. Luke, what do you think about this one? Um I like the I, I really like the Bengals to cover here. Um, Me too. I think I just think Joey B's got it. I just think the Browns are terrible. If you watch them Week One, they are just just a bad football team. Baker doesn't have it. OBJ's got shit all over the walls and uh, literally shit all over the walls. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like the Bengals to. to to cover six uh, six points here, I I uh, I'm a spoke actually. I'm actually picking Cleveland just because of their assets. I'll get into that for a second. So we it's obviously Burrow versus Mayfield. Last two number one picks, fantasy wise. You know if you're owning if you own Nick Chubb, I if you're a Nick Chubb owner, I would be very nervous right now. He was a second round pick in both leagues, and he was outscored by Kareem Hunt who only had 13 points, but he had less touches than Kareem Hunt, and he had five total points. I had the 12th pick in my league, my main league. I almost drafted him, so thank God I didn't. So, yeah, I'm very nervous if I'm a Chubb owner. I, I hate either play, though. I'm not playing Kareem Hunt. I'm not playing Nick Chubb. Look for better options but because they're both solid guys, but they're just going to cut into each other's workload. And what I always say with running backs is you need to have a workhorse back. Any team that does running back by committee, you're not fucking playing those guys. So, cautiously optimistic about Jarvis and Odell this game. You know, Geno Atkins has been banged up, so that should give, that should give Baker some time to throw. Uh, yeah, they, they, they should open each other up. But then again, it's the Browns. On the Bengals' side, I like A.J. Green. He looked healthy. He's a solid flex slash wide receiver two option. I'd be very confident if you're a team weak on wide receivers, putting him into the wide receiver two spot. Joe Mixon had a down week, but he, but he gets a lot of workload. You know, if, I, if he was available, mm-hmm. I would have taken him. Joe Mixon always gets workload. 
So I like him. I like him. Solid play against the Browns. Solid running back one or two. I'm picking Cleveland though, just because aside from AJ Green and Joe Mixon, they don't have many options. And a AJ Green's been a ticking time bomb with injuries. So I'm picking Cleveland based off the weapons. But then again, it's Cleveland. This game could go any other way. The fact that the Browns are six point favorites in this game. That's an absolute joke. Uh, I, I would, if I'm making the lines, I'm favoring the Browns by one or two points. I, I agree. That's why I'm taking the the Bengals. Yeah. No, yeah. Plus. And uh, you know, he'd be be a big a, a big waiver wire pickup though. He looked good. Who? Who'd you say big waiver wire guy? Uh, Joey B. Joey Showtime. Oh yeah, Joey Joe Burrow. He was drafting the twelfth round in my main league. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. Joey Joe Burrow's a big waiver wire guy. But, um, yeah, no, I'm not – so straight up, like, if you're picking this game, I'm picking Cleveland. But if if you're a gambling man, you know, Browns, Browns minus six, you know, the Bengals could easily cover. All right, transitioning. Falcons versus Cowboys. Dallas are five-point favorites. Luke, what do you think about this one? Mm. It's a tough one. Yeah, this is definitely a tough one to pick. Um, I mean, the Falcons kind of got whooped by the Seahawks. But the Cowboys didn't look good either. I like the over, to be honest. The over fifty-two and a half. I I might I think I might might stay away from picking picking either side. But I I like the over. These two teams are high-powered offenses where I think they can score a lot of points. Luke, yeah, I think that's a solid pick on the over. Yeah, I would stay I would stay away from the Dallas five-point favorites. I agree with that. So fantasy-wise, we look at this game. Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones are must-starts. This was a classic Atlanta Falcons game. Matt Ryan threw the ball 54 times, and there's a massive upside for all Falcons wideouts. A guy who might be good to take a waiver wire flyer on is Russell Gage. He, had, he's only, he was only owned on the day of waivers uh, by, by 20% of ESPN leagues. That He's a flyer guy. He had like nine receptions, 100, I think 18 yards, something like that. So Matt Ryan threw the ball 54 times, massive upsides, a massive upside for wideouts, but Todd Gurley, the fact that Matt Ryan is throwing the ball 54 times, that bodes not very well for Todd Gurley owners. He ran the ball only 14 times for 56 yards, 13 fantasy points. Because if they're limiting his workload and making old man Matt Ryan throw 54 times, that's not good. Like, if you remember when the Falcons had Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman, they would both get loads of carries. Ryan was only throwing 30 times mo- at most a game. So they must be limiting his workload. Gurley's yeah, not- but you got you to remember that they were also down in the game pretty much the whole game. So That's a fair way of looking at it. I was just looking at it from a stats perspective. Yeah, um, yeah no, you're, you're right. I, from a stats perspective, I was looking at it. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. And Dan Quinn had said that, He's going to limit him to 15 touches per game. He's only touched the ball 14 times. And also, this what doesn't bode well for Gurley either is the Cowboys' defense looked better than the looked looked a lot better than last year against the Rams. Zeke and Dak both had good games. I'm shocked the Cowboys only scored 17 points because they had they had tons of yardage. I think the Cowboys should win this game. I pretty much like everybody who's fantasy relevant except Gurley in this matchup. Moving on, Jags versus Titans. Titans are nine-point favorites in this game. Luke, what do you think? Um, I like the Jags to cover. Yeah, definitely. Um, Jags plus nine. Um, I just, I just don't think that the that. Uh, 
I mean, the Titans look terrible. Besides, besides Derek, who they're they're giving the ball to a, a lot. Tannehill just he, he doesn't look comfortable in the in, in the pocket, and uh, he just he makes he makes one read and just and just throws. It doesn't go through his reads, and 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 that's what makes me nervous. And then I kind of like the under in this game too, under forty two and a half. I'm not going to play that personally though, but uh, two two not very really high powered offenses. Um, I just think it's going to be a slugfest out there, and that's why I like the the Jags plus nine. Yeah, this this feels like. You know, this game has slugfest written all over it. It really does, you know, two, like you said, two non-high-powered offenses. I'm shocked that – this is off topic, but I'm shocked that the Titans would not make a run at Tom Brady and re-sign Tannehill to that contract. That made – that did not make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, that was definitely a tough – well, but Tannehill also – I think he's, he's sustainable for that offense and especially for Mike, Mike Vabral and what he wants to do going forward. Cause I think he, he just wants to be a running team and, uh, and Tannehill can run with the football as well. So. Yeah, but Derek, you know, yeah, but Derek Henry's been in the league for, for, for a, for a while, at least six, seven years running backs break down. Like I know Derek Henry, he's massive. He is a, he looks like the Terminator. He's fucking huge out there, but I, I just, I would just, I'm not going to build a philo- – I would never build my philosophy off a ground-and-pound team. But, yeah, I do see your point there. But, yeah, I don't, I don't like that because eventually Father Time's going to catch to Derrick Henry. Okay, so fantasy insight for the game, Gardner Minshew. I mean, I might – I mean, look, I personally wouldn't because I have Matt Ryan. But mm-hmm. I might play Gardner – like, if, if, you got, if you got, like, Carson Wentz as your starting quarterback – I might put Minshew in. He was 19 for 20, 173 yards, three TDs last game. You know, but, I mean, then again, he's playing the Titans, so he's probably going to have a more difficult time against that Titans defense. But I was shocked at that stat line, you know. But I'm, but I'm honestly higher on the Jaguars' offensive production than most for this game. So Minshew's only owned in 14% of leagues. You know, if you didn't pick him on waivers, you might as well – maybe take a flyer on him. Keelan Cole, I've always been high on Keelan Cole. He's another waiver guy. He had 15 points last week. But uh, the Titans offense had a great week last week. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, Corey Davis, 101 receiving yards. All those guys are must-starts. I like Tennessee, but this is going to be a tight, tighter matchup than the line suggests. You know, obviously – Expect Derrick Henry to one run wild on Saxonville. He had 31 for 116 yards last game. Absolutely filthy workload. Like that is absurd. 31 mm-hmm. times. Oh my goodness. You know, one of the things that I, I look I look at running backs in fantasy in particular, running backs were way overvalued this year. Like you have so many guys like James Conner, Todd Gurley, um, Austin Eckler, and Kenyon Drake guys who were listed so high on draft boards, but yet they ended up splitting carries a lot of the time week one. So it's, if you have a guy like Derrick Henry on your roster, he's a must start. Okay. Giant bears, bears minus five. Luke, what do you think about that? I like, I like the giants to cover pencil that one in pencil it in folks. I like the giants to, to cover plus five and a half. Um, I just think, I don't. I just think. I just think uh, 
it's going to be a low scoring one of those another one of those slugfest matchups where just a defensive game, a defensive game between two not really great quarterbacks. I, I just think it's going to be tough for Danny Dimes or Saquon to get anything going against this high powered Bears D. It's going to be it's going to be the same problem for Mitch. Not saying that the Giants D are good, but I mean they they look decent in the in the Monday night game against uh, the Steelers. That's why I'm going to take him plus five and a half. Yeah, Luke. I um yeah no that's that's a very logical thought process of looking at it. So I thought so that both these QBs had very interesting week ones to say the least. Daniel Jones looked like Jameis Winston of last year. Dan Daniel Jones was like the best worst quarterback on the field last week. And, and then, and then you look at Trubisky, Trubisky was like the inverse of Carson Wentz was horrible, horrible. First half, second half, Mitch Trubisky looks like fucking Joe Montana out there. Second half, he was unreal. You know, he had 26 fantasy points. He's maybe a waiver wire guy. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not touching him with a 10 foot pole, but interesting to think. Now, you look at the Giants, Darius Slayton, he's a must-start at least at your flex. You know, there was a lot of talk about which Giants wide receiver do I want to grab. Darius Slayton looks to be the guy. Had a monster week with over, with over, um, with over 216 yards receiving. Another waiver guy who you probably picked up. Who, well, not probably. He was probably picked up in mostly. is Anthony Miller, wide receiver. He's a good combo with Allen Robinson. Expect him to get a lot of touches this week because Allen Robinson, he's a little little unhappy, little unsettled, a lot of rumors going on. The rest of the twi- a trade. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what goes down in, in, in that grease fire over in Chicago. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just like the Giants to cover. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, I'm straight up. I'm picking Bears just because they have better weapons than New, than New York. And if you're, Saquon, if you're a Saquon Barkley owner, you've got to pray Saquon has a good game because that – I don't know if Pittsburgh D was real, is really good or the Giants. I, I think they are. is really bad. I think uh, Bud Dupree's an animal. I, I just think that front four is, uh, is, is uh, very dominant. Dude, I was, I was shocked. I was shocked. Like, at, he, he was like, ne- he was like ne- negative two yards carrying the majority of the game. Yeah, was, Big Ben outrushed him. So yeah. Pittsburgh versus Broncos. I was thinking of making this my lock pick of the week, but I decided against it. I'll get into that later. But the Pittsburgh defense, like we just mentioned, unreal. Held Saquon to six yards rushing. Luke, how do you feel about this one? Um, I'm going to take Denver plus seven. I just think – I don't think Drew Locke's that bad. I think they've got a good – Good combo and Philip Lindsay and um, Melvin Gordon and I think Judy, Judy's got it. I think Judy's got it. I also don't don't expect this game to be high scoring either. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I just think there there's no way that the Steelers blow out the Broncos. I just can't see that happening. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the uh, odds I have. Yeah, you're on. You're on seven. I'm at nine and a half. I think seven's a more reasonable number. I think nine and a half is fucking crazy. That line, yeah, but um, yeah, it's absurd. You mentioned Drew Lock. Drew Lock. He had an admirable 14 points against the Titans. Playing the Steelers though, 
expect those numbers to drop. He might get six or seven points this week. I think he's a good quarterback too, but playing the Pittsburgh D, like you mentioned, Bud Dupree, the front four is vicious. So a guy I'm really high on, Noah Fant, tight end for the Broncos though. He had 19 points last week. And if you yeah, are a game – sorry, sorry, Luke, what'd you say? I said, I said Noah Fant was buzzing out there. He, oh. right over. he was buzzing. He was buzzing, inhaling, smelling salts on the sidelines. He was going. So if you are a James Conner owner, God help you. Thank God. I was going to pick him, and then he was picked right before I picked David Johnson with the next pick. He had six carries for six yards. He's not healthy. He's not healthy. He's never healthy. He's always he's always just he's always hurt. And Ben Benny Snell played great. He's a possible flex option. I mean, personally, I would not put him in my lineup. But if you're a running back, if you're a light on running back team, then he might be the way to go. Luke, you picked the Broncos to cover. This might be bad news for you. Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, and Philip Lindsay are all questionable, but at the same time, it works on the inverse the other way as Wisniewski and David DeCastro are both questionable for Pittsburgh. So yeah, I think, I think uh, that, that Denver front four is going to have a field day. That's oh, also um, – that's why I also – I also factored that in. I, I knew the Steelers' lines would be banged up, so we'll see. It might be another one of those – you keep – Keep yeah, uh, we're Brady. Sluggers oh, game. We're, we're, we're oh, having some sluggers, man. Dude, yeah, no. I mean, James Conner and Benny Snell are fucked. Like, and, you know, Stefan Wisniewski and David Castro, they're both quality offensive linemen. So that's a, that's a big loss. Uh, okay. I don't know what you have on this, but I got Vikings Colts. Colts favored by three points. I've I've got I've got Vikings to win outright. Take take their money line. Take yeah. it to the vet. I think this line is criminal. It's a joke. I think I think Minnesota plus one forty. That one is a lock, and I'm going to play that one personally. I might play that for two or three units. That game is free money. That is a that 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 game's free money. I don't know. I don't Unless- know. Unless Vegas has a trick up their sleeves like they always do, but I, I, I just don't see a way in, in the Colts winning this game. Yeah, me, Luke, I am in complete agreement with you. I think that it's asinine. Especially, they, they, they must have something going on because especially that, the fact that Marlon Mack just tore his Achilles, that is shocking to me. So, yeah, Vikings should be favored, obviously. And fa- fantasy advice – if you don't have Nakeem Hines, get him now. He was the second option in game one over Jonathan Taylor, and he got more touches than Jonathan Taylor. Uh, for the Vikings, yeah, like I have no fucking idea how this line is what it is. Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen looked great in week one. They both had over 20 points. Thielen had a huge 31 points. Rivers threw two picks, dropped back to pass 46 times. That's only going to continue with Marlon Mack out. He's going to keep – He's going to keep throwing the ball more. And the fact that he threw the ball 46 times and T.Y. Hilton only had nine points, that is a joke. Vikings have better weapons, and they should get their first win. They are going to roll to a win. Roll to a win. I'm saying that. It's not going to be close. All right. Panthers, Bucks. Luke, I got it. I got it at Bucks nine and a half. What do you think? 
this is a tough one to pick, but I think uh, I think the Bucks are going to come back strong, and I think they're going to cover the nine and a half. Bucks minus nine and a half. I just think this team is too talented not to uh, blow this Panthers team out. I just I just don't see the Panthers really making it in the game just from from kickoff. I just think it's going to be all Bucks. Maybe maybe McCaffrey touchdown here and there, but I just I just don't see the see the Panthers really giving the Bucks a game, even though Tom Brady looked like shit the other other weekend. But you know, when you doubt the guy, he always shows up to play. So I'm going to disagree with you. I think this. I think if you're betting Panthers, I I, I don't want to say easy money, but in my opinion, it's pretty close. Nine and a half for the Bucks is absurd. It's absurd. That spread is fucked. You have Godwin, who's likely out in concussion protocol. Mike Evans is questionable. Worse, Mike Evans only had seven points in fantasy. Not to mention, now everyone's going to be keying in on him because he's going to be the only quality wide out on the field because he lost Godwin. That's going to take the pressure off of him. Also, if you're a Leonard Fournette owner, God help you. You probably thought I'd draft him in the ninth round. It'd be quality. Nope. Fucking brutal game for Fournette as Ronald Jones is clearly the, the number one back. He had 17 carries, only 10.9 fantasy points in PPR, but he's on my bench. I've got Stephon Diggs, so he's not going to be my flex, but he's a solid flex play. Uh, start, you especially got to start Gronk with Godwin out. Brady loves throwing to Gronk. Gronk could have a breakout game. So, and expect another big day for McCaffrey, especially with the Robbie Anderson breakout game, which is going to, could open up the field for McCaffrey more. I got Robbie Anderson on my bench too. I'm going to give him one more week to have a good game. I'm still going to play Diggs this week because I think you got Robbie Anderson's got to do it two or three more weeks to be fantasy relevant for me, but you've got him and DJ Moore and they've got to respect DJ and Robbie Anderson with the passing game. So big game for McCaffrey, I think. If I'm Ben straight up, I think the Bucks win in a tight game. I just think that nine and a half lines absurd. All right. Agree, disagree right there. Um, yeah, we're going to agree to disagree on that one. What else you got? Bills, Dolphins, Bills, five and a half. Uh, I have – I like the Bills minus five and a half in this game. I just don't think the Dolphins have it. Just – I mean, they look terrible. Fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even I don't know. Think there's going to be any Fitz magic in this game. I just think that Bills D is too good, and I just think – I. The Bills are just a clearly the better team. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this game turned into a 10-point game or more. Oh, oh, I think Bills. I think Bills roll. I literally have in my I literally have in my notes. Fitzmagic stinks, the Dolphins stink. Absolute stinker of a team. I mean, if if you want to bet on this team, Miles Gaskin had 10 points last week. You might want to pick him up. He's a potential waiver wire guy if you haven't already. You know, poor Devontae Parker. He's stuck on this shitty fucking team. Feel bad. Mm-hmm. Talent's being wasted. Uh, Fantasy-wise, Stephon Diggs, he's my flex. He's an easy wide receiver to play, 16 points last week. If you're not starting Josh Allen and you have him, you're a fucking moron. He had a massive 30 points last week. I love Josh Allen. I'm, I'm a big – I don't know about you, but I'm a big Josh Allen guy. I think yeah, I, I like Josh Allen. I have him in one of my leagues. He, he's, uh, he's panned out well. 49ers versus Jets. 49ers, I got them seven-point favorites. 
I also have them seven-point favorites, and I think that's going to be another one of the blowouts. I think Niners I roll. I think the Niners roll, roll the Jets. Um, I just don't think it's. Uh, I just don't think it's going to be a game. I think the Jets are just god awful, like they've always has have been in the last <laughs> seven or so years. Yeah, dude. Uh, 49ers, 49ers, uh seven point favorites. That's that's just easy money. That's easy money. I almost made this my lock of the week. Uh, yeah, I mean this this game is like a mortal lock. Like, there's no way if you got Raheem Mostert, good for you. He had 25 last week. Frank Gore. I don't know how this is possible, but he seems to pop up every single year, big balls and all. He's a waiver wire pickup with Lev Bell out. Did you see? Did you see what Adam Gase said about Lev Bell? Did you hear about that? I did not, but I know Lev Bell is just on the struggle bus. He's been terrible. So Adam Gase, that fucking moron after the game, he says, "Yeah, I knew he was hurt, and I shouldn't have put him in and have him play hurt, and it made the injury worse. I should have took him out." <laughs> What an idiot. Yeah, what an idiot, right? All right. That's terrible. Anything else for that? Or I think that's straightforward. Four, four, 49ers roll. Yeah, that's going to be a blowout. All right. I got Eagles-Rams. I got it at Rams. One-point favorite. Luke, <laughs> I feel like we're going to have a long talk about this game. Give me, uh, give, me, give me your Eagles insight. Give me it all. I mean, we – I'm 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 pretty optimistic about this game, and you know what? I'm gonna pencil in Eagles money line. Um, I don't know. It, it, it it's a homer pick for sure, but it's not like the Rams looked that great against the, the Cowboys. Yeah, they beat the Cowboys. Like great win for them, but we're getting back Miles and Lane, and. We shouldn't see too many too many free runs at uh, at Carson like we like we did against uh, the football team. And also, started out so well, and then we just fucking shat the bed. I I don't know. There's not much more to uh, to uh, say there. I I think um, I think part of that game was coaching, and then part of that game was on Wentz. Would you agree? So. Yes, I think, I think when you have a banged up offensive lineman, Dougie P cannot have Wentz dropping back to pass forty-two times, and he didn't roll him out once. You know, well, it's also it, it's also tough when you have Boston Scott and I know, I know, and Corey. I mean, they're 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 passing running backs. They're not like they're they're not like Miles where they can just get the rock and then make plays out of it. I just would have liked. I just, would have, I just would have liked to see some creativity in the play calling. But one of the things that, like, pisses me off is just, like, how these people can make snap judgments of Carson Wentz. Like, in my friends, in, in all the group chats, like, multiple group chats with all my buddies, so many people are texting, Carson Wentz stinks, he fucking sucks, this, this game's on him. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We were banged up. We had a shitty offensive line play. You know, the play calling was brutal at times. You know, I think when help, I once played awesome in the first half. You know, I it just it drives me nuts how these people still say, "Oh, Nick Foles should never got rid of him." Oh, he can't even start in Chicago, and we got all these guys criticizing Carson. Look, did he have a shitty second half? Sure, he played like dog shit. 
But there's a lot of factors that go in to Wentz not playing well in the second half. You can't just blame on him and make a snap judgment that that he um, that he stinks. But yeah, our offensive line is in disarray. Like you said, looks like Lane Johnson will play along with Miles Sanders. This should help add another dimension to our offense. Thank God. You know, he played once played horrible in the second half. We need that first half energy. You know, I wish I was as optimistic as you, Luke, with the homer pick. I really think Rant. Rams and Aaron Donald should wreak havoc on this Eagles O-line, even with Lane Johnson back. We still got we still got backups in there. We still look out of sorts. You know, say a prayer for Wentz and Sanders that that neither of them tears their ACL. Start Goddard. He may be emerging as the number one option in Philly at tight end, with especially with the Ertz contract situation. You know, I don't know about you, but Goddard literally reminded me of Gronk last game. Also, don't play any, any Eagles wideouts if you're in fantasy. Do not fucking touch an Eagles wide receiver, except maybe Jalen Rieger because Carson missed him. He could have had five catches. Carson missed him a bunch last game. But Eagles wideouts, too inconsistent. Deshaun and Alshon both banged up. Ortega Whiteside, fucking throw him in the gutter and kick him to the curb. Uh, Rams fantasy advice-wise, Malcolm Brown is the waiver wire pickup of the week. He had a massive, massive week one. He had 26 points. He looked – he's a dog, that guy. He's a fucking dog. He looked great last week. You know, I, I might put him in at flex. I mean, I, I usually like to see guys blow up for a couple more weeks or two, but I think he got to – I think he's going to be fancy relevant again against the Eagles, especially Vinnie Curry's banged up. We'll see what happens with Derek Barnett if he's going to play. Brandon Graham, we'll see what happens with him if he's going to play. Fuck the Rothman Institute, okay? Fuck Novacare. Make my players fucking healthy. I, I, beyond me. Oh, and Rams too. If, if you got Robert Woods, play him. He's my wide receiver too. Absolute fucking stud. All right. Woo! All right. I got to breathe. Lions Packers. This is my upset of the week. Just straight, straight picking this straight up upset of the week. I also like, if also if I'm a gambling man, Packers are seven-point favorites in this game. Lions plus seven could be a move here. What do you think, Luke? Um, this game's tough for me to pick because, I mean, the Packers looked – they looked their, – their offense was buzzing last week. So, I'm – you know, I'm going to take the Packers minus six. I got them at minus six. Ooh! And uh, just just another, another one of those games where we have to <coughs> agree to disagree. I actually, you know, I respect you making that pick. I like you rolling the dice. That's that's the kind of energy we need in this podcast. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to disagree, though. This feels like a trap game for me. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Something in my gut tells me Lions. You know, Matt Stafford needs help from his wideouts from Hawkinson Jones and Danny Amendola. Step the fuck up. Adrian Peterson, big waiver wire pickup for fantasy this week. I picked him up. If you got Aaron Jones, play him. You know, he, he gets touches. He gets the workload. I drafted him. He was my first pick. Aaron Jones is all about the workload. He had 17 carries, 19 fantasy points. Not, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I got a weird feeling. Not too, feeling too high on the Packers. Feels like a trap game. It's going to be like a tough AFC North gritty matchup. You know, Aaron Rodgers, despite 33 points, 34 points last week, my, my, just, my gut tells me he's going to crumble. I, I don't know why. I just feel like he's going to crumble. I don't know. I don't know why. All right. Washington football team versus Cardinals. I got him at six and a half. What do you think about that game? 
Um, I like the I like the Cardinals to to cover the six and a half. Um, I just think I just think the the Cardinals are a good team. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't go out and win the uh, NFC West. Kyler Murray looks good. Hopkins looks good. Um, they just looked like a team where where they could just have a breakout season and and go either 11 5 10 and 6 but but win the division they've got a they, they had a big division win against uh reigning NFC champions uh San Francisco 49ers last week and uh i just, i mean i just think this team looks i i just don't think the Washington football team or the whatever the fuck you want to call them <laughs> yeah the skins the Redskins. We are we are we are a Washington Redskins podcast, folks. Yeah. Fucking a. Um, yeah, I I just think I just think the Cardinals. Are, I I just think it's going to be another another one of those blowout games. I agree. This is. I really don't have many notes for this game. Like, I don't even have much fantasy insight. There really isn't much fantasy insight to even get for this game. Kyler and D Hop are lethal. You play them. I literally have cards look great. D hopping Kyler connection looks lethal. And Dwayne, and one of my things says is Dwayne Haskins is not good at football. He is horrible. Expect the Cardinals to roll. He's horrible. Ravens, Texans. I got Ravens minus seven. I think Ravens seven point favorites is too much for this game. Luke, what, what do you got for me? Um, another one of those games where I think – I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the over in this game. Actually, I'm not I'm not gonna to touch either side. Yeah. Um, what's What's the over? Uh, I'm gonna take the over. Um, sorry, fifty one and a half. I just I think it's gonna be a shootout. Two high powered offenses going at it. I I think it's gonna be a shootout. This is gonna be. I couldn't agree with you more. This is going to be a Big Twelve football game. I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. It could be it could be 45-38 going into the fourth quarter. Uh fantasy advice, it's going to be this is going to be a great game. I'm very this is this is one of the games I'm looking forward to most this week, honestly. Mark Andrews is a must start at tight end for the for the Ravens. 20 plus point performance in week 1. You know, it would be nice to see Mark Ingram get going a little bit. He only had 2 points last week. I think that's just father time. I had you know, I was going to take Todd Gurley and and uh, James Conner over David Johnson if they were both on the board, or I was going to take one of them. If, you, know, you know what I mean? I was going to take one of them. But yeah. David Johnson, I, he kind of fell into my lap, and he looked great last week. He looked like the David Johnson of old. He's a must-start, in my opinion. He's a running back one, running back two, easy. 17 points last week. If you are a Texans wideout and your name is not Will Fuller, you need to step the fuck up for Deshaun Watson. He can't do it all on his own, especially Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb had one catch last game. What's what's good with that? You know, I think the Ravens win, but the Texans are going to make it entertaining. It's going to be a good game. It's not going to be a blowout. It'll be a close game, in my opinion. All right, we're moving to the – we're down to the nitty-gritty here. The last 4 o'clock game for the day. This is my lock of the week. Chiefs Chargers, pick yep. the Chiefs, take it to the bank. Yeah, you take the Chiefs. I don't really need to get much insight on this game. They kicked the shit out of the Texans, and the and the, the Texans are a hell of a lot better team than the Chargers. And this game is not even, not even going to be close. 
another one of my burial picks. Pick play this one for two, two and a half units. I don't think this game's gonna be close. I don't know about you. Fucking ride with Caddy Mahomes and Big Andy. How about with the mask fogging up? That was absolutely yeah, that was absurd. Uh, Tyrod Taylor looked absolutely horrible for the Chargers last week. So, if he's starting, imagine how bad Justin Herbert is. Like, that's an immediately that's an immediate red flag. And you got bad times in uh in, in LA or wherever the hell they're bad, bad bad times at the soccer stadium. Austin yeah. Austin Eckler owners, you should be nervous as shit. I do not get why Eckler isn't getting more more touches. They are doing a running back by committee when they just paid this guy. He only had nine points last week, and I almost drafted him. Thank God I picked Aaron Jones. He was a first-round pick in a lot of leagues. That's crazy to me, you know. And, dis- and despite getting 19 carries, they were still doing running back by committee because Bridgewater blows and cannot fucking throw the ball. Chiefs-wise, you know, there, there really isn't much to say. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is an absolute dog. He's a powerhouse. He's a must start. The Chiefs are gonna roll. You know, I think we might be having a 50 burger in this game, Luke. I think, I think I'm I think we might have to lock in a 50 burger for the Chiefs. This is my lock of the week, too. And then uh moving on. Yeah, we got Seahawks Pats, the Sunday uh, game, Hawks four points favorites. Seattle minus four. Yeah. I just think I just think Russell Wilson's big time. And I just don't think I just don't think the Pats have it in their offense to keep up with the Seahawks. And uh wouldn't be surprised if this game was like a touchdown or more. I think I think that minus four is is pretty generous. I I agree with that. Um it should be wildly entertaining, though, nonetheless, because it's Russell Wilson and Cam. Russell Wilson's last game was maybe his best ever, 31 for 35 for 34 fantasy points. You know, I think I I think the Pats are going to lose by at least 10 points. But if I got Cam, I'm starting him despite the limited passing options because he's he he's a dog running the football. I'm still playing Cam fantasy-wise. Uh, yeah, Hawks are going to win this game. I, I'm picking the Hawks. All right, last game, finally, Monday night. Dun, 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 dun. Saints versus Raiders. Saints minus six. Luke, give it to me. Uh, Saints minus I, – I actually have him at five and a half. I'm going to lock that in now before – Lock it in. Um, this is going to be another one of those blowout games. I just think the, the uh, Saints are way too high-powered for the – for the uh, Vegas Raiders. Uh, I, I just don't see this game being close. What about you? Uh, I If I was in Vegas, I'm making this game probably Saints minus three. I think it's a little close, especially with Michael Thomas out. And what's, Emmanuel Sanders had a pretty big game last week. Now what's going to happen is Emmanuel Sanders won't be as free as he was last game. But on the contrary, you know, if you got Jared Cook fantasy-wise, you got to start him because Breeze now has one less elite target. Same with Darren Waller. He's Derek Carr's favorite target. Josh Jacobs, Alvin Kamara, both should have big game. They're two dogs, both those guys. I'm picking – oh, yeah, I'm picking the Raiders. I think, I think we're getting the Raiders upset. This is a pretty big disagreement, so we'll see what happens there. should be interesting. But, yeah, I'm picking the Raiders. Um, yeah. All right. 
So, guys, so just an update. That's all we got for you picks-wise for this week. So, so just an update on how we're going to format this podcast. So, so, for the, so for every podcast, we're going to start the week off recording after an Eagles game. So we're going to try to get you guys out of podcast every Sunday night after the Eagles play. So say the Eagles play at 1 o'clock, podcast will be out by 9 o'clock that night. And then after that, what we're going to do is, after we dissect the Eagles game, then we're also going to give our waiver wire picks and go, go over who had a big day for fantasy owners. And then on every Tuesday, we're going to drop a podcast Luke and I are going to break down the fantasy implications and, and the gambling picks, obviously. So we're going to do two podcasts a week. Uh, yeah, we're really excited to be doing this podcast. You know, we really hope you guys, you guys enjoyed it. And uh, Luke, anything to add, my friend? No, this is going to be a, a, a hell of a ride, and uh, we will keep on giving you guys free, run, free winners. Yes, we will. Also, we're, we're going to keep track of how Luke's doing, if he's up or down units and his picks. And we're also going to keep track on how I'm doing because I pick the game straight up. I do a couple survivor pools. So I'll keep you guys updated on those as well. And we'll, we'll be going over that every Sunday as well after we do Fantasy and the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, Thrive, Thrive Fantasy, obviously. If you, don't, if you don't have the app, download it, use the promo code NEST. Guys, it's free money, especially with, with, with Lukey Tuesday giving you locks every week. Yeah. All right, that's it. We're out. Signing off. Yep, signing off. We'll see you guys on Sunday.